Well, everybody, hope you're doing all right. With Pond's Inlet, walking down the beach, uh, looking at the stars. It's about three or four in the morning. Man, it's just gorgeous out here. Pond's De Leon Inlet. I love saying it, <laughs> like I'm somewhere foreign or something. But right here next to the waves, not even 20 feet from me. Walking barefooted, just listening to the sounds of the sea and seeing the light tower swirl and knowing the uh, some of the history on Pond's Inlet. Um, back in the day, it was uh, mistaken for the actual United States. It was. Uh, the southern peninsula of uh, what was what they thought the Americas but legend is they used to burn huge bonfires on the dunes and the sand hills of this beach and uh, would bring the sailors in safely um, and also they built the first light tower I believe it was in 1802 and it only lasted about 50 or 60 years and then was tore down and uh, because the uh, engineer went really that great on it <laughs> but the next one was made and stands to this day uh, it's one of the, it's the third tallest uh, lighthouse in North America. And I just go ahead, just so happy to get to see it. Um, tomorrow I get to actually go inside of the lighthouse and I'm going to go all the way to the top and take pictures and see the sights and learn some more of the history of the place and stuff. Uh, I'm a big history buff. I love learning about the past and things and because um if you don't know where you came from you really don't know where you're going you're just going to be lost and spinning your tires in a circle and you're just you're not going to be stuck in a rut people these days they get stuck in their just similar bs lives they rotate and do the same thing over and over and over again expecting different outcomes and it's still the same day they are just preaching insanity and then go to their doctor and say that nothing's wrong um, it just bothers me about people because you know so many people are unhappy in their lives and with their everyday just waking up in the same routines and uh, same sights and smells and feels of the world nobody's ever you know brave enough to go out and just try it you know see what's out there and um I'll let you end a little, little story about me um well I ended up on the beach well close to it uh, I was originally from Nashville Tennessee and I was 
making videos and stuff like that up there, not really making much, doing tattoos, and, um, well, I met this girl online, which I know, bad idea, but anyway, met this girl online, and she come down from almost Canada to meet me, and we stayed together for probably about two weeks or so, and she comes to me and was like, you know, you want to go to Daytona Beach? And I was like, you know, yeah, let's, that's what's up. Let's go. Let's load up. So I load up all my tattoo equipment, everything I possess to my existence in this van we're traveling in. And start off from Nashville on the way to Florida. Well, we get, well, she makes me drive the entire time. And I drive over 1,800 miles straight. And I'm telling her, you know, hey, it's, I need to pull over. I need to rest. I'm about to fall out. So we do. We pull over at this little Motel 6 over in Wildwood, Florida. That has nothing there. <laughs> it's like two hotels and I think a restaurant. Nothing great. Oh, well, there is this little... Uh, citrus shop there it sells fruit and stuff and that's a pretty cool place but anyways um so i get woke up in the middle of the night by this lady and she's like um honey you're a girl and your friend has left with everything you own and i don't think they mean to come get you so me freaking out, I'm like, how long? How long have they been gone? You know, what's, let me break down the problem and find a solution. Well, they've been gone already four and a half hours from the time I'd woke up. So I'm sitting there with nothing but a backpack with like two pairs of clothes in it, uh, a dead cell phone with no minutes. Not a dime in my pocket because she took everything, my IDs, everything. And the uh, little chick that woke me up was like, let me call somebody and I'll try to get you some help or something. So this, um, <laughs> she makes a phone call. This little guy, a uh, little old guy, he probably ain't but five foot tall. Uh, comes rolling up in this blue two-door Ford truck with this huge-ass Rottweiler named Nova and it's come to pick me up save the day <laughs> so I ride around with them for a couple weeks we find a little odd and end jobs and uh, hustle here and there when we can and, uh, wow I just saw a shooting star awesome but anyway, so we finally get to a place and he uh, leaves me there and it's like, I'll be back, I'll be back. Well, next thing I know, I'm getting a phone call. Uh, thankfully, I was in Wi-Fi. <laughs> but uh, I get a phone call and it's him. He's in the emergency room. Plum about to die. And 
I'll go up there, I'll find some way to get up there to him and see him, uh, sit up there with him, and he checks out, and we're, um, traveling along and stuff, and, uh, he had to move down to where his brother and his son was, uh, further, way further down Florida from where I was used to. I was used to Ocala in that area, um, but he goes down there, and I was staying with a lady in Ocala, and uh, still bartering and buy, selling, trading, and hustling, and all this crap <laughs> to try to stay afloat. And everything was going pretty good, and well, come to find out. This woman I'm living with is absolutely bonkers. Uh, I did not know it, but she's not even supposed to have anybody living with her because she's that Fruit Loops. Well, she snaps on me one night. Well, not really on me, on somebody else, but it got inflicted on me. And so I leave, grab my stuff up, walk out, get on the bicycle I finally gotten and rode on out and <laughs> stayed here and there and uh, I've even stayed in like the forest of uh, Ocala Florida it's it's a trip what it can be like day and night from suburbia to going in them woods and not knowing what's around you at night and you happen to sleep there. But luckily enough, later on down the road, I'll get picked up and uh, meet some people and uh, move in with a lady in uh, close to Denellen, Florida, which you don't want to go there either. I mean, it's, it's a nice, quaint little town, but there ain't nothing there really. A couple hotels, a really nice restaurant. Uh, I mean, it's it's pretty, I guess. It's country-fied and stuff like that. I'd rather be by the sea myself. Uh, but been living out there for a little while, and we're planning on uh, moving to a new house, and she's going to let me rent out her uh, guest house. But her and I had kind of come up with this bucket list of things that we want to do and Ponds Inlet was one of the things that was on both our bucket lists. I've wanted to go there since I was a child. And, uh, she said she'd only been here once and it not even, it would, she didn't even get to see anything or do anything. Um, but, you know, that's just, to me, like, some people see it as severely unfortunate that I got robbed blind and left with nothing but I see it as in I needed a wake-up call I needed somebody to say hey um, this up here that you're living in up in Nashville this ain't right which it wasn't it wasn't a lot of people up there the, um, some parts of that town are just really horrible people 
but I mean there are some cool ones up there too. I know some people up in Gainesville, uh, Tennessee, yeah, that are really cool. Like uh, lady up there helped me out for a little bit. Awesome chick, awesome, awesome chick. Uh, and we kind of messed around for a little bit, and yeah, I had to. When I left, it kind of broke her heart, but you know how that is. But you know, so many people gripe and complain about everyday stuff, everyday work, um, just the struggles. The struggles is real, man. The money's out here. The people are out here. The it's all out here. You got to go get it. You got to kill that babysitter that you're sitting in front of and get out there off your ass and grind. You're never going to get nothing if you expect somebody to just throw it on your lap ever. And you know, like I said, it was a blessing for me. Um I lost my mom when I was 19. Um God rest her soul, but I hadn't been I hadn't been myself. I hadn't been a happy person at all. Um, in fact, hated myself pretty bad because I didn't like who I was. I didn't feel like I was genuine to myself or anyone else or could love like a person should. Um, but, you know, when I got down here, it's like something changed in me. I went to the first beach when I got here and it was, uh, George George Park, I think it was called. Uh, huge, huge lake. And it's just gorgeous. Like, I suggest going out there. There's an RV park out there. Uh, that's right on the bridge of it. And man, it's just super gorgeous. But that was the first beach I saw when I got uh, down here. And I walked up to that shore. And the wind was blowing birds were chirping and then waves were crashing and I took a deep breath and I was like I'm I'm finally home I finally feel like I'm where I need to be I don't I'm not a farmer like my dad and previous uh, relatives um, I'm not some super businessman. I mean, I'm pretty low-key drummer from a little town called Chapel Hill, Tennessee, who used to race cars, knows how to hustle his ass off, and shit, I can sell snow cones to Eskimo. <laughs> I mean... Uh, but it was that drive that I would not falter because of this person who took everything from me. I'm not going to fall when it comes to am I going to eat or am I going to starve or am I going to let somebody rob me or am I going to um, have shelter that night. I'm always going to figure out a way, be it hell or high water. And that's the way people should get, they should get that headstrong to where they can push themselves and motivate themselves 
to be something that they're that's out of their comfort zone. Um, I really don't believe in anybody being stationary or stagnant because it's not doing anything good for you. It's not doing anything for you or anything anybody around you. Like, you know, I get to thinking, I'm like, uh, you know, if I was to go back to Tennessee and I worked a factory job, 9 to 12, or 9 to 5, whatever, uh, every single day of my life, is, am I going to meet anybody new besides who's in that factory? Am I going to have anything exciting happen to me while I'm in that factory? Am I going to see anything new? As far as nature and new places and hell, women, man. Uh, the sky. God, the sky's gorgeous down here. But it took me just having to break old habits. Say <laughs> so you can't teach a dog new tricks. Well, I believe they can train themselves. And it's just all about mindset and I guess kind of what you got what you got in front of you. I had a backpack that had a couple little odds and ends things in it that I could uh, barter here and there or sell to somebody and make a little money here and then just try to try to stack it up try to build you know uh, uh, equity into myself and I finally did and you know some of the best words I've ever heard uh, was from uh, Dave Ramsey and it was uh, live like nobody today and you'll live like nobody tomorrow and you know, he's talking about self-sacrifice and uh, not spending your money, saving everything and stuff. Are you gonna Are you gonna be buried with that money? No. Are you gonna are You gonna give it to some kid or something, and they're gonna blow through it? Either that, or it's just gonna be lost up in the air, and government or somebody like that gonna take it. Me. I'd rather take and invest small portions of it and go out and get to do the things I want to do and see the things I want to see and meet the people I want to meet. Um, it's way different if you know what you want to do rather than you're scared to see what will happen. Sorry, some of your stuff on the uh, side of the seabed. They're uh, they're skinny dipping. See, like every day is something new. Every moment is a new moment lived and learned and breathed with another breath. Everybody can do that, man. Don't sit there and drive yourself insane trying to please some boss who don't give a shit about you or be in some relationship that you cannot stand just to live another day to fight uh, in front of your kids or 
uh, beat on each other. Don't do that. Get away from each other. You know, there's plenty of people out in the world for anybody to have anybody. Um, you may never find your true soulmate. Um, I read in a mythology book one time that uh, the demigods and angels were so uh, perplexed and angry at the humans because they had uh, free will. They had a full soul. They were uh, they were not immortal, so they could pick and choose if they wanted to go out or if they wanted to be with this person or that person or do whatever because they did not have to serve up there as an immortal. So, as this progressively got worse, um, the demigods took the uh, mortal soul and ripped it apart into two pieces and separated them out on either side of the world. Hence the reason why people say you're searching for your soulmate. Well, I believe that in some context because I've never really been completely with somebody and felt whole with them. But I've been in love, out of love, I've been hated, I've hated, I've lived in lust, I've, I've hated it. <laughs> to me, you don't have to put a title on nothing, you don't have to be overly possessive of a person, because if they're going to want to run, if they're going to want to go somewhere else, they're going to go, baby, they're not going to hold the door for you. So, I mean, let them do what you do. You just go on about your way, find something better. They've a stepping stone for you. But like me, I don't, I don't know if there's, I don't know if there's true love out there for me. I mean, I've, I don't know. Because I've just been so let down and disappointed in pretty much every every relationship decision I've ever made either that or I've just royally screwed it up from not caring like an idiot but I mean it is what it is we live we learn but look, don't let things hold you back and say uh Always stop to smell the roses and remember the little things in life. You know, right now, seeing these waves, seeing, I've seen two shooting stars now, meeting the people that walk by me, I'll never forget that. That will stick in my back of my mind for the rest of my existence. And you know, people should take memories to the grave, not uh, dreams. I say uh, die with memories, not dreams. In uh, an old Cherokee saying that I read, um, leave your moccasin prints in the, in the snow. And it's just basically talking about uh, leave your footprints on life 
and let things come to you that's good, absorb the good. That's another thing that people would do. They shun from people being nice to them. Like, the fuck? Somebody holds a door open for you and you look at them like you want to kill them? See, that's what's wrong, wrong with the world today. Two people are afraid of being nice. And then you got the ones that are nice who get hurt and stop being nice and hate themselves because they think that nobody in the world is nice anymore or kind or loving and seclude themselves in their little condominium apartment and their little furniture and tinklets and stuff and surround themselves with uh, material happiness and it's it's not even happiness it's it's falsification it's showing that you were trying to find some shell to put on you to cover up what you don't want to let out and I don't believe this that's a good thing I mean everybody likes stuff I have my little things here and there but man it's just shit it can all be replaced and then you know you had it when you did some people they want to maul themselves to death because they think they can't never ever have anything nice or something again or they lose something or car breaks down or girlfriend left or a uh, dog found another owner I mean there's a whole list of stuff that bothers people everybody's got stuff bothering them but we gotta go through and travel with this, the mindset of there's someone always worse off than us you know I'm sitting here breathing living watching seagulls walking on both feet on the beach and I don't have an actual home home of my own heck I've got only a few clothes and a few bucks in my name but I bet you I'm happier right now than I've ever been when I was overly had money in the bank or had a whole closet full of clothes it's the little things you know you can save somebody's life with just a couple words just saying hi to somebody holding a door for somebody you know you see somebody fumbling looking for change or something and you got an extra dollar hand them that dollar don't be that guy make them happy you know I mean it's embarrassing already and you know it is and we've all been there but that person just because they didn't have that dollar might go home and do something stupid to themselves and you know one little word like here man I got you that could have saved a life and somebody wouldn't be burying their child or their father that day or mother or you know life's precious y'all I just hope y'all appreciate it and I hope y'all liking what I'm saying I mean um I know I'm kind of this is uh my second little show here so 
kind of explaining what I'm going through and what's going on and more about me and uh, what the show will be about, um, more or less, and just a little motivatable uh, information, try to stir up some creativity and some happiness in the world, because there's so much hurt, y'all. But there's so much more happiness that we do not even look at. So, uh, if y'all don't take anything from me today, walk up to somebody who's holding her head down and just randomly say, Hi, how's your day going? And see if they don't look at you and really change their day. And I hope everybody has a good night and a good morning. This is Zanman signing off, looking at these clouds, looking at the sky, wish y'all was with me, love y'all, good night.